and welcome to What's Up With That Bro? It's the podcast we're watching the TV show Lost backwards from the last episode to the first episode with Chad. He's never seen Lost before. Not only have I never seen Lost before we started doing this podcast, I'm also not in the same state as these guys anymore. Yeah. Boom. Right? And that doesn't get you out of having to sit down and watch Lost with us, though. <laughs> <laughs> it did not. Chad is uh, Ocean Away, and by the way, I have another one of the bros, AJ, part of the show, so welcome to What's Up With That, bro. Ah. Today we're doing episode uh, 10 of season 5, He's Are You. Yes, it's a, uh, it's a Saeed episode, and according mm-hmm. to Wikipedia, in 1977, Saeed Jarrah's uh, presence among the Dharma Initiative makes them anxious. He's interrogated and, t- and admits everything he knows, and in flashbacks... Saeed struggles after his purpose off the island is cut short. Where, where should we jump in here for this week? Uh, so it's, it's a Saeed episode. Well, okay. uh, the first thing that I wanted to talk about in that beginning scene mm. where they have the two brothers and then one of them is has to kill the chicken. Yeah. And the other one goes and kills it for him. Is yeah. Saeed the younger brother? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's the one that killed the chicken. Yeah. Because his brother wouldn't do it, I guess. Yeah, so I, I guess his, his dad kind of gives him the thumbs up or whatever, right, at that point. He's just like, yeah, good job, son. Um, good job, Saeed. And he kind of like, kind of just blows off the older brother, which is like, you're a failure to me, probably. Yeah. I think this you, is a... You weren't a bad son. You're totally going to fuck your uh, your younger brother's uh, crush. <laughs> <laughs> like the dad just had that knowledge. Yeah, it's like a... A mystical Middle Eastern uh, psychic <laughs> ability to see the future. Yeah, yeah. I guess that I guess that scene kind of goes for building a little bit more backstory on Saeed, or the gift of death from a young age. Yeah. yeah, or he's just he's. I guess he's fine with killing, or he's not fine with it, but he's kind of fine with it. Yeah, I mean, he does it, and then you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. It's very. It's it's an interesting opening scene. They're giving us this look into, like, Saeed's life at a younger age as a child. So we see these developmental years where, I guess, throughout the season or seasons where we're watching of this character, he's supposed to be known as this this big bad dude. Not even big bad, but he's just, he's a person that is not averse to violence or, or he uses violence a lot. And I guess it's so much part of his function that he just considers it like a job or his work. Yeah, it's what he's good at. Yeah, you know. so he says. It's kind of neat to kind of get a glimpse into that. You get a chance to see a lot of his, I don't know, um, I guess his, his his upbringing, I guess. And, yeah. you know, you can kind of see the that. Formative he kinda, years. Yeah, and yeah. he says that his father, well, he, later in the episode, I guess we'll get to this too, like yeah. he says that his father was a hard man too, kind of like Ben's father. And you can kind of see it, like, they don't show a lot of that exactly, right. but they, they, they do show, like, the dad kind of. Um, telling, handles yeah. them a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He, the elder, the older brother. Like he kind of, mm-hmm. yeah, he kind of, he kind of does jerk him around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, "Oh, it's time for you to kill something and become a man." <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, universal. Like, you see someone that, someone that uh, would say something like that, be like, "Yeah, yeah, I hit my kids." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think everybody should hit their kids. Yeah, who's not hitting kids? Do you want bad kids that don't kill chickens? Then don't hit your kids. Nah. And then you can just starve to death because the chickens aren't getting killed. <laughs> like, what else are we going to eat here? There might be some beans or some corn. I don't know, but it's not chicken. No, there's no corn. The chickens ate them all. I don't know. <laughs> chickens are just a bunch of freeloaders. Like, skipping forward, like, we're, we're now we kind of see Saeed as an adult. Is this where we're introduced to this whole Saeed killing people for Ben plotline? Because um, I don't think we have we yeah, seen it. It's in the any first we've seen it, I think. right? Which, yeah, this is the first that I've seen it. Ah, and at this point, it's it's kind of that plot line kind of comes to a close. Where yeah. now Said is in, like the killing part is done. It's kind of interesting that scene that he has with with Ben, where the killing part is done, or he or where Ben tells him, "Yeah, there's no more, there's no more people left to kill." Yeah, and he just has this look of bewilderment, like he doesn't know what to do with <laughs> yeah. himself. Which what is, do you mean there's no one left to kill? <laughs> this is what I do. It's my yeah. job. There's still I'm, gotta be bad people out there. <laughs> Can you get me a list or something? Put me in touch with, like, MI5 or something. Yeah. 
but yeah, like um, it, it, it's 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 interesting because this is I think we're supposed to learn in that scene that I guess Saeed as an assassin that's his whole identity. His whole identity yeah. is wrapped up in assassin work at this yeah. point in his life. But even when he was on the island, it was just pretty much a struggle to get off the island. Now he's off the island. There's nothing for him really in this world, from what we can see, because yeah, there's killing. Yeah. Except for killing, like he, in this world, he, because this is a uh, season five, right? So this is like the real world. Right. That girl that he loves is dead. She got hit by a car. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah, I don't know where his brother is. Didn't she get hit by the car like before season one though? I think so. Oh like, yeah, that was that was when he met uh, uh, Jay Jacob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I don't know when that happened. Yeah, yeah. There's no real time. There's no real time indicator, but it seems. I think you're right though. Seems like a pre-season one type of thing. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so he really doesn't have anything else going on in his life, then. Yeah, he's just... And, like, after his... Oh, after yeah, that's right. It's not necessarily before season one, because Hurley has the... Uh, Hurley runs into him uh, sometime in between when Hurley left and when he returned. Yeah. Right. right. We're talking about Jacob, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. monkey face. <laughs> Go, Jake. Yeah. Can we talk about... Saeed's hair in that Russian scene. Yeah, let's talk about yeah. Saeed's hair. Well, Saeed's flat ironed hair. Yeah, it is so straight. It's so luxurious. <laughs> that is a luxurious uh, head of hair that, yeah. that that assassin got there. I think what we're learning is that as if you want to be an assassin, you've got to come with dope hair. Yeah, you got to be killing it. Yeah, like you can't <laughs> you can't Sorry. come with like you know a crooked fade or <laughs> or like you know weirdly uncut hair. Yeah. Some mess. So, uh, if you were going to be an assassin, what kind of haircut would you get? Ooh. Oh, go for it, Dave. I think I'd shave my head and go, like, uh, Hitman style. <laughs> I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to grow my hair into a fro and then Ooh. turn that into, like, mini braids. <laughs> uh, it would probably look something like those twins from Matrix. I had that queued up so fast. Like, my assassin I, is... I, I would absolutely want to get a ponytail like John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. A short ponytail. It's just you walking around just wondering where everybody is. Like that popular meme. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else about his hair? His hair seems very different throughout this whole episode. Yeah. Like, from his assassin days to his post-assassin days to his back-on-the-island days, it's all, like, weirdly styled hair. Like. Yeah. It's like almost like the costuming department went like, I need to show three different time periods. Yeah, exactly. On and I think we can do that by like changing <laughs> this actor's hair. Yeah. It's the easiest way to do it. <laughs> Aside from wearing a different shirt. You're all like, oh, just put him in like young guy makeup or old guy makeup. Yeah. Like, no, just fucking iron out that hair. It hasn't been that long. Yeah, just give him a different different hairstyle that's like shorthand for time passes. Yeah. <laughs> They put, like, old man makeup on him, but only, like, a year has passed since he stopped working for Ben. How'd you get so old so fast? Really? Like, it ages you not killing people. <laughs> it's like a vampire. He needs to kill to, yeah. to hold on to his youth. Yeah, he needs he needs, a, he needs a fresh body daily. Like, he doesn't need to do anything with the body, but he just needs the act of yeah. killing. He just has to send a, a soul to heaven. <laughs> or to hell. Yeah. Or to, like, some weird middle earth limbo. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, weird phantom Los limbo. Angeles. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. So, all that happens. Um, but, yeah, like going back to Saeed looking so bewildered, he just asked Ben, like, what should I do now? Uh-huh. Like, it, it's funny because this is another reoccurring theme. where um, It's mentioned a few times in the episode. The idea of control or the idea of having purpose. And... Um, it seems like season five is kind of heavily in the mix with the whole what is my purpose yeah. type of thing. And like um, they keep revisiting that with all these characters, including Saeed, where he at this point he doesn't know what to do with yeah. himself. So he decides to go and build habitats for humanity in Dominican Republic. Yeah, right? Dominican Republic. I feel like the Saeed stuff, like he doesn't have a purpose, so he just does the one thing, which shoot shoot young Ben Linus. I feel like that's the writers talking to us again, where they're like, oh yeah, we got Saeed back on the island. We don't have anything for him to do. Yeah, he was pretty much resolved when he left the island yeah. with all his stuff. So that's why they killed him at yeah, the end no, of the season. Yeah, no, his character arc is finished. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just comes back as some weird partial zombie for yeah. like season, the last season. He doesn't do a whole lot except when he 
he sacrifices himself in the submarine, but that's pretty much all he does in mm-hmm. the sixth season. Yeah, other than kind of just hanging around. Yeah, sad he, he's hanging around saying, "I don't feel good." <laughs> this poor man, like <laughs> it, throughout his like his arc is kind of completed, but then like he is still put in. He's still tasked with killing people, which he does. Yeah. Comes back to the island, kills more people, which he does, but. He, he still has no real definite identity, or none that he kind of claims or holds on to. Yeah. Besides the original one, I don't know. He he might be assigned to like he fate would have it that he's just he's just good at killing, but that's not what he wants. So yeah, apparently according to what he says, but you don't get to choose what you're good at. Yeah, like I really really wish I wasn't good at building birdhouses. <laughs> you know, but yeah. I can't choose that. I just I'm good at building birdhouses. You make great birdhouses. So hit me it's up. It's your gift and your curse. Yeah. It's my gift and my curse. Please, if you guys want a gorgeous birdhouse, hit me up on, 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 Twitter. on Twitter. This whole thing, this whole podcast has just been a means for me to get my word out about my, yeah. my birdhouse building business. It's good that you waited 25 weeks to uh, finally mention it. I figure I, we'd start slow. Yeah. Like, I don't want to just, it's like, it's like, you got to warm up with people. You can't just go straight into birdhouses <laughs> on episode one. No. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is just yeah, a it's, podcast. Yeah, it's like else. just up to random women and just being like, hey, you want to fuck? <laughs> <laughs> there is um, something I heard. Like, I don't know if it was somebody had a story about like, um, it was a friend of his just walking up to women saying, nice shoes, want to fuck. And then anytime he got turned down, then, you know, he would move on until he would eventually get a girl who would be like, yeah, all right, I do have nice shoes. Thank you for the compliment. Let's go do our thing. Yeah. Say, so, yeah, it's a numbers game. That's what they all say. <laughs> for that guy, it was. Yeah. You go to uh, Dharma Town, and Jack and Kate are eating breakfast with uh, in the kitchen in the cafeteria with Hurley. He brings them uh, ham and waffles with dipping sauce. He says for them to try all the different dipping sauces. There's like four little cups of sauce because it really brings out the ham. <laughs> hey, if there's any taste that you really, really want to focus on. It's a nice, delicious ham. Yeah, you really want to bring that, that ham flavor out. Yeah, yeah. I'm very curious about that just because, like, I am not a ham dipper myself. Yeah, I don't like dipping ham. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't dipped. I haven't ham dipped, really. Yeah. Well, I'll just eat the ham by itself. That's the best way to get the flavor. <laughs> of the ham? <laughs> oh, don't corrupt it with any other flavors. Yeah, don't cover it in mayonnaise. <laughs> If any of our listeners are ham dippers, uh, you should tweet at us to yeah. let us know what your favorite ham dipping sauce is. Yeah, and then we'll try it on the show. Yeah. What bro pod. Yeah, on right? Twitter. Yeah. And what bro pod. Yeah. Yeah, please hit us up. We have that scene. Give us your ham tips. <laughs> so we have that scene in the cafeteria. And I guess at this point, um, Kate doesn't know that... Um, Sawyer and Juliet are together. Oh, yeah. That's what we learned from this, this this whole thing. But, yeah, it's obvious to everybody else, including Harley. But if they're living in the same quarters, like, what was Kate's line of thinking on that? Yeah, well, I mean, they stuck her and Jack in the same quarters, it looks like. Which is weird. What? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Because yeah, we saw them in the morning coming out at the same the so same like, house together. Wait, somebody from the motor pool and then someone from the janitor pool. Yeah. Like, they just shack them up. They're like, yeah, right. It's you, like, oh, you two are new and uh, opposite genders. Yeah. Just live in this house together. That's how they usually do it, right? That's yeah. how everybody kind of had it back in like uh, growing up in uh, camp style where you're just like, it's just you and the opposite sex. Yeah. that That's how Dharma matchmaking works. <laughs> Yeah, I, the symbol inside the uh, the I Ching is a little heart. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about the Dharma Initiative in this episode? Yeah, like um, the Dharma Initiative. <laughs> Dharma Initiative. The Dharma Initiative is is straight up like they're making. They have at least one baby there, but there's other young ones there. But people are having yeah. babies on the island at this point in time in the seventies, yeah. or at least one. We know that there's baby Ethan there. Besides baby Ethan, I don't remember seeing any other babies at this time period in the 70s. Um, yeah, the 70s were not a good time for babies. <laughs> they always got stuck in the bell bottoms coming out of their yeah. mothers, right? <laughs> That's when abortions were king. <laughs> <laughs> like in the 70s, they just, they kind of just, I think, yeah, I think, I think that was a good time for baby abortions. <laughs> Yeah, it's when it was uh, starting to get popular. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was it tap was soda. Sexual revolution. Yeah, yeah, it was a sexual Cocaine revolution. Everywhere. 
It was tap soda, maybe like really oversized belt buckles and baby abortions. <laughs> it was kind of defined the 70s. I just wanted to go back real quick. The uh, In the cafeteria, when the guys work on like the line, like the line cook guys, huge afro. Gigantic afro. I didn't even notice that until, until you pointed it out, dude. But I, I, when I saw it, I was like, hey, all right. Homeboy's got an afro, which, yeah. which makes me think Dharma is pretty lenient. On a lot of things. Yeah. Like, there's no real dress code. Or there's a dress code, I'm sure. But like, Yeah, everyone has to wear a jumpsuit. Yeah. And I guess it's cool to sport an afro. Yeah. So you can kind of do whatever you want. Yeah. Dar- Dar- Show their individuality. Yeah. <laughs> so many different 70s hairs we see. Yeah. There is, I'm pretty sure that, did, did we see like a, like a, a volume-esque, like Farrah Fawcett? Yeah. Kind of In the hair? meeting, there was a, a blonde lady with a... Very feathered hair, I think it's called. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That sounds a whole lot better. <laughs> we, um, within that same, around that same scene, we kind of also see uh, Juliet and Sawyer together in the morning. Yeah. Or Juliet is, is, is kind of pensive, but the way they kind of make her character out to be where she is, is one where she's kind of, I don't know if this is like, I guess this is like an actor's choice, but mm. the person playing Juliet seems very measured in the way she reacts. Yeah. Because she's standing staring out the window, but it doesn't look like she has a lot of dread or concern. But I guess the Sawyer character can kind of tell that she's yeah. a little concerned on something. She's playing it very subtly. Right, right. Yeah. They show that to you with burning bacon, right? Yeah. <laughs> Like, hey, you know, how do we show that this person is kind of a little distressed? Uh, like, don't forget the burning bacon. Yeah. So, I don't know about you guys, but when I make bacon, there's way more grease than that. <laughs> That's like TV bacon. Yeah. They had to, they drained it previously. Because <laughs> the, uh, the bacon lobby is like, hey, we don't want to show people how much fat is in our product, so you got to drain that shit. Yeah, yeah. There's like a big fat cat from the bacon, uh, representing bacon. He just hangs out on set all day. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Sawyer basically tells Juliet that he has this under control, which he clearly doesn't. He no. can't really make that claim, but he does, I guess, in an effort to kind of maybe convince her and himself that things are going to be cool. But I guess Juliet was kind of tipped off in the beginning. She's like, yeah, these these folk are back. Things are not going to be the same. Yeah. Things are going to start popping off. It's weird because they, they say later on at the end of the episode when uh when that burning van goes crashing through the, uh, the Dharma village... It's like, oh, we've been here for three years, not a single burning van. You guys have been here for one day. <laughs> yeah. So, so I guess the rest of the season is just the first day of Jack and them at Dharma. Right. Uh, so I guess it's because they, this is them after they came off of, oh, no, after they like pretended to come off of a sub or something. Yeah. I don't even know if we even got there. No. We but, just know about the Jira flight. Somehow they ended up in the 70s, but some people didn't. Right. We haven't seen Locker that and those people for a couple episodes that's right we're also introduced for the first time to another character and i don't know if we see him before this episode i don't think we've seen him after this episode Mm. but oldham yeah it's the only time we see oldham yeah so in this case oldham is the torturer for the dharma initiative yeah he's oldham chemist he uh, is the reason why it's called not uh, why it's called he's our you right (laughs) yes yeah because he's, he's the torturer. the guy that does uh, all of... Yeah, he's the torturer. He's like the heavy. Yeah, he's the Saeed of uh, Dharma. Yeah. Right, right. Interestingly enough, that guy, I think he's been in a lot of stuff. But he also was yeah. like in a episode of The X-Files. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, he played the guy, I think, in the bell tower. Or going towards a bell tower. The one that kept seeing uh, messages and like... Right, right. microwave and stuff. Right, yeah, where yeah, yeah. it was like... Yeah, like, I think um, technology was telling him to kill everybody or whatever. But this is, like, because of some kind of weird chemtrails thing. I guess they were following <laughs> that for that episode. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, Wait. that guy's in Blade Runner, too. Yeah. William Sanderson. Oh. The new one or the old one? This the old, the old one. one. I, I meant it T-O-O. <laughs> but, but, yeah, he's in the original Blade Runner, I think. He plays, like, what's, what's the actor's name? It's uh, William Sanderson. Yeah, yeah. Like, so he's in this episode. And I think he's... He's a lot of fun to watch on screen. But we actually get two former X-Files folks in here. There's yeah. Horace and then this, there's this guy. I'm on X-File watch for the rest <laughs> of the time we are involved yeah. in the series. But I guess I that would make like sense. former X-Files actors, like the weird looking ones, yeah. would do really well as Dharma people. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, we've seen two already. Right. And then that third guy, the one that plays Phil. Oh, he's yeah. He's like, I, I guess he's in a lot of stuff. He's weird looking, too. I feel like I've seen him on the X-Files. I don't know if that's true or he not. He might have been. He, he might have been. He's, he seems like he's been around. Probably just because he's weird looking. But yeah, yeah, he's actually on this season. Um, he's on the um, the Twin Peaks return for uh, Showtime right now. Yeah. Like he's he's part of the show. Like he's not he doesn't have a huge part, but he's kind of a lot. Not a lot, but he's he was in um, one of David Lynch's other works. Yeah. Um, Mulholland Drive, I think he was in that for like a short time. But there was like he was he was in that movie, but only part of a dream sequence for just a little while. Yeah. But, I don't know if that counts. Yeah. <laughs> we don't count dreams in movies. Yeah. That weird dream logic stuff. But uh, I wonder if we'll talk about this on uh, uh, between podcasts, but I wonder if uh, Twin Peaks would be a good one for this format of watching it backwards. Oh, my God. I'm I'm watching it now. Yeah. And I love it. The original one or the new one? Maybe the, we have to start the, with the, the new end one. of the new one and go all the way back to the original. Oh, this if we do if we end up doing something like that, I think I think it'll drive the rest of us crazy. <laughs> yeah, to watch it forward is yeah. is very, very challenging. It's already to, difficult. Yeah, to watch it backwards <laughs> is gonna be insane. But then yeah, it's it's a it's a strange work. It's insane. Yeah, like not to get too far off from what we're talking about, but Twin Peaks is very like the current season is very you you just can't predict it you know, like how people watch tv now where we're in this age of like prestige dramas and television and all yeah. that stuff there's like people always try to jump on reddit or or on google or whatever you know um forum groups and everybody tries to hash out possible theories probably like how a lot of us would have done for for loss or people yeah. that or fans of loss would do mm-hmm. within these groups but it's very very strange like some peaks doesn't follow like this traditional mm. narrative or traditional plot storytelling it's it's very very it's hard to describe okay. but it's just a weird thing yeah i'm gonna write it that down as an option for future <laughs> seasons of what's up with please that do i mean because I'm, I'm all in for that yeah. like forwards and backwards but um there's not to not to get too far off again but like <laughs> this past weekend yeah. the i think showtime broadcasted its eighth episode and at the end of the episode like almost everybody that was watching it was like, "What the fuck just happened? Like, what is this? What are we watching?" But I, I don't know. It's great. I, I love it. Yeah. So if you uh, listeners like um, want to see us do Twin Peaks, uh, tweet at us at WhatBroPod. We'll take that into account. So I think it's really um, progressive that the Dharma Initiative likes having uh, putting women into the motor pool as mechanics. That is kind of yeah. interestingly progressive. Yeah, and it, it it's it's kind of fun to see Juliet, and it seems like Juliet. I don't know if she's had any previous information or knowledge on on other on things outside of being a doctor, but right. but then um yeah, she's pretty savvy. I think in this instance, yeah. this episode kind of passes the Bechdel test, test right? Because it's two women <laughs> right. talking about something other than a man. Um, and I think that's what it's like. They're talking about their relationship to that man, so here right now. Oh shit! Yeah, all right. Never mind. Never mind. Okay, What's so. the very first sentence? Where she's just pointing at tools and naming them. Yes, yeah. that's that passes for up into that point. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're I just wanted to believe that I like blocked out all the other stuff. <laughs> I don't know when the relationship stuff starts popping off on this show. I start to I start to like glaze over a little yeah. bit. To be honest, like that's it's so boring to me, and I don't mean it like I hate it, but it's just well, I do. Well, let's see. Chad hates it. Yeah. It's it's well tread ground, like in TV. You know, when you're watching any kind of TV stuff, and if it's not handled, I don't know. Let me try and articulate this. If it's not done in a very well, if it's, it's not, not done well, no, yeah, it's not groundbreaking. So it's just pretty much your standard romantic triangles turned into romantic rectangles, turned into <laughs> romantic triangles again because one of them dies. Yeah. But then it's less of a triangle because at that point, then Sawyer just kind of drops off oh, yeah. as a romantic uh, option, right? And kind of a romantic breakdown after the after that whole thing. No. What do you guys make of the line from Ben Linus where he he tells Saeed that it's in your nature to to kill? You're you're a killer, Saeed. Yeah, I think that's that's what I think they were trying to get us to like be on Ben's side with the beginning uh, with that first scene mm. where it showed like how young he was uh, showing off an aptitude for killing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was been kind of the whole theme of uh, this episode. I think on almost every scene that he's in, he kills someone. At yeah. least in flashbacks. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's straight up. Oh, speaking of flashbacks. Yeah. Another thing that I thought was really interesting 
is we got to see that conversation on the pier again. Yeah, yeah. With, uh, see Saeed's side of it. Right from yeah, we got to see Saeed's side of it. So I'm kind of starting to wonder if that's going to be like a Rashomon scene where oh. we get to see it from everyone's perspective right. who was there. Right, right. Yeah, because yeah, because this is our second our second. Um, yeah, we saw Kate. Scene. Now we've seen Saeed, mm-hmm. and then I guess we're gonna see. Son after this? Yeah. Is she the only Son and Ben are the only other two people there, I think. Oh, okay. Then. Okay. Son, Jack, and Ben. Yeah, Jack. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. So we're going to have at least two or three more people yeah. right, to see uh, before the season is... Before the season Presuming that is a Rashomon scene. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, they've done it twice already. It'd be weird yeah. not to do it mm-hmm. at least one more time. Yeah, they they just, like, that was just one of those pieces that they didn't pick up for yeah. this season. They're just like, we, we had ideas, and then we're just like, eh. Especially if we never see the full scene. We just see just what Kate saw and just what Saeed saw. We never find out why Sun had a gun in Ben's neck. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. So we're definitely going to have to revisit that. Because I guess if everybody that's watching the season regular style, they probably have the whole context to fill that in. Yeah. Not us, though. Nope. So the whole... Who needs context? Yeah. Context that's is... what we should call the show. <laughs> that should be the name of the show. <laughs> Who needs context? Context is for the week. <laughs> Context, it's what's for dinner. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, but no. you know, we'll roll with it. Yeah, I mean, we're, uh, we're brainstorming slogans. Context. and that's How about some protests? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so when we're introduced to Oldham, yeah. um, we find him in the forest. Like, he's not part of, he's not part of the standard Dharma crew. Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't live in one of those, one of those houses. Oh, no. This is yeah. a teepee. Yeah, he lives in a teepee out in the woods. When we find him, he's listening to an old Billie Holiday song. No. The old Billie Holiday song is entitled, I Can't Give You Anything But Love. I don't know what we're supposed to make of that, if anything, or if, yeah. if anything, but it did stand out. I guess, I don't know if, I don't know if the show was trying to show Oldham as a creepy torturer that lives out in the woods listening to old <laughs> Billie Holiday records, or they're trying to show him as like a... I don't know. I don't know what kind of significance that song would play. At Maybe. the very least, he's very eccentric. Yeah. Right. Because he doesn't live with, like, the rest of the people. Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah. Kind of, yeah. I, I think that having hit, having Oldham live separately from everyone else, when they explicitly draw a parallel between Oldham and Saeed, is supposed to be something else that shows how distant Saeed is from everyone else. Yeah. That's true. Because... Because there's that scene that happens with Sawyer and Saeed where Sawyer tries to bring him into the fold and Saeed is just not having it. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to be a part of the, the grouping. But um, same thing with Oldham seems like because he's he's not he's with them, but he's not with them. The Dharma Initiative folks where he's kind of there. But but yeah, he is a he is a very strange character. Yeah. And we kind of suss that out from our first few lines that we get <laughs> from him too. That he's kind of strange and a little odd. What is it that he feeds Saeed? I don't know. It looks like a sugar cube with a. Uh, he drips something on it. Like maybe like LSD or something. Uh, I guess. I see. Does LSD make you tell the truth too? Some sort of like preliminary truth serum? Yeah. Like they're still working on it? Kind mm. of really 70s version, yeah. That is definitely strange when we see this and we see what happens. But. Um, it's, it's funny cause I, I made, I made, it was kind of strange to me, so it kind of stood out. I made a note of what Oldham tells. Uh, Saeed, he says, this, just let this happen. This is after he gives him the sugar cube or whatever. And he says, it is beyond your control. And we just, it's just another, I guess, another poke at that theme of control, which keeps on occurring in this season. It occurs a lot in this season. Like, it's a very strong theme, but not so much. It kind of is there, but it's not as hammered in the sixth season, the idea of control. So much of it is Jack giving up control. Right. just following his his newfound faith right and what is the basis for jack's faith this time around now that he's on the island again i feel like part of it has to do with how he got convinced to come back to the island because he he feels like he had a purpose to come back but he he shows up and he's like i don't know what that purpose is Mm. then he walks around for half of the sixth season until he finds out about jacob oh that's my purpose i'm the new jacob (laughs) yeah yeah i'm that dude um yeah Yeah, That guy. also says that he has a purpose and is not real forthcoming for what his purpose is. Wow. Wait, who is this? Saeed. Saeed? Oh, Saeed. Yeah, yeah, that's... 
Yeah, it's very, very strange. Yeah. What do you, what do you think Saeed thought his purpose was? To kill a little 12-year-old kid. <laughs> shoot him right in the chest. I, I thought, yeah. I had thought that his purpose was to take Ben to the others. Ah. So that he can lead them. But yeah, because I guess. He just shot him yeah. instead. Yeah, and like for being an assassin and professionally killing people, yeah, kind of fucked up by not killing this kid. Like, you really should have double tacked them or something. Yeah, if anybody has the skills to dispatch anybody, it's gonna be Saeed. <laughs> but does this mean that he has second thoughts? Because like he, yeah, he, I would assume. I don't know. I, I know assassination isn't an exact science. Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> but like he does, he could have easily killed that kid, but yeah. he kind of just shoots him, and that's it. I kind of wonder about that. I, I don't know where that whole thing yeah, comes. I think he knew from. that right that he wasn't going to die right there in that moment. So he's like, "Oh, I'm just going to leave him here to suffer and die uh, slowly in the jungle." In the okay, of the night. yeah, that makes that see that <laughs> I, that I, that makes sense because he has we we see it in this sh- in this episode that I guess they had to they had to cue in us as the audience to know yeah. that like yeah he doesn't like Ben especially after everything that's happened between the two of them. So, and like, he kind of, you just, he kills this kid, but you're kind of like, yeah, I remember seeing it the first time um, years ago when it was in its original broadcast. Yeah. So I was like, all right, that's, that makes sense. <laughs> like, but then like, in my mind, I'm like, oh no, he just shot a kid. That's, that's never cool. But I we're think, like, oh, the kid's Ben Linus. So. I think because the kid playing Ben Linus is that stinky little rat face. <laughs> I was okay with it. <laughs> that kid, that kid is a very interesting actor. Like, yeah. I wonder whatever became of him. But like, um, yeah, that that kid who plays Ben Linus actually doesn't do a bad job of kind of mimicking the actor who plays the adult Ben Linus. Yeah, he seemed like he did kind of okay. So Sterling Beaumont. I think we've talked about him before. Yeah, yeah. Did he like go on to anything else? Was he in like in some Disney show or something? Yeah, uh, Seventh Heaven. I think that was right before this. Oh. I bet you, like, he works as an accountant now. Yeah. Oh, he was the lead as Max Doyle in the 2008 film, Mostly Ghostly, Who Let the Ghosts Out? That sounds like the best <laughs> film in the world. Makes me happy. You know what? That sounds delightful. <laughs> I'm going to find that film, and I'm yeah. going to have a date night with it. <laughs> I'm going to force my wife to watch yeah. that movie with it. She loves ghosts. She loves ghosts, and she also loves knowing who let them out. Yeah. So Saeed is at the bar, I guess, after after the whole uh, scene on the pier. When he leaves, he goes to a bar and meets Ilana, who um, takes her him up to her room so that they can do it. Right. And that doesn't go his way. No. Okay, I had a problem with this yeah. whole scene. Because <laughs> in a previous scene, previous to this, we, we get like... Um, get Ben Linus talking to, to Saeed saying that, okay, hey, um, I know you're building habitats for humanity here and, and wherever, but fuck nowhere. But, like, um, Whitmore's people are back and they're going to be coming from you, for yeah. you. So, like, he tells him and informs him this. And, like, he sits so casually at the bar and he, he lets himself get chatted up by this yeah. woman. Because everybody knows, I mean, okay, this is going to be a little weird. <laughs> Everybody knows how much women love to chat up men at a bar. Yeah. Just by themselves, single at a at a bar stool. I think it's a hotel bar, so it's like, okay, you're on a business trip or something. Okay. You just want to hook up. Okay, that, that, that I guess we can make room for. But at the same time, like, he's been explicitly warned by someone that yeah. people be, might be coming to make a claim on his life, and he's just... Very casually drinking his scotch and chatting it up with yeah. a woman who is very, very interested in him <laughs> and what his whole deal is. Like, hey, what's your deal? Like, You're a you sad look, man. Yeah. Like, you don't seek out healthy relationships, <laughs> do you, Ilana? Ilana. But I guess, you know, whatever. Maybe he wanted to get caught? Yeah. He yeah. just didn't expect to be taken back to the island. Yeah. Yeah. She tells him she's taking him to Guam. Right. Because the family of that man that he killed. On a golf course, right? Who right. Look like a a uh, a Guam guy. Yeah, that that I wonder. Yeah. So I wonder what's what's gonna happen. But but she gets him on the plane. The Jira flight with Jack and Hurley and Son and Ben and Kate. I think that's it. Right. That's and what we see that's what we see. And it's and um, it's so interesting because he's been through so much with these people, but yeah. he doesn't even acknowledge them while he's like when he's boarding the plane or whatever. Yeah. Which is which is kind of interesting. I think we're gonna we're gonna learn later. I, I, I really like how he's just like he looks and he sees all the people that he knows. And he's like, 
can we just be on a different plane? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, oh, I know where this is going. <laughs> this is going somewhere I don't want to be. Yeah. But what are we going to do? Well, we'll find out later that it's, uh, yeah, we'll find stuff out later. <laughs> well, back on the island, we are we, we get a chance to sit in on a Dharma initiative meeting. Yeah. Where, like, there's all these Dharma folks, including Sawyer, who's posing as someone named LaFleur. And um, they're deciding. Is that like the security like, console or something? Uh, LaFleur? No, it's all the people uh, together. The, the oh, Oh yeah, no, it's like yeah, a town hall. No. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I don't know who's there though. Like it seems like yeah. it's kind of the heavies, right? So you have Horace, and then you have Radzinski, yeah. and then a few others. But and then Phil's there, who they kind of <laughs> say is kind of shittier. Not really important. <laughs> well, he and, works for a Sawyer as right. a security guy. <laughs> and then you have um, Horace, and then Horace's wife. Yeah, I don't know if we got her name. And then the baby is there too. So, yeah, yeah, baby Ethan. Baby Ethan was kind of concerned what they're going to do with this interloper, I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, like they, but I noticed during that conversation where they're deciding what to do with them, they keep on using they and them and other, uh, I guess when they're talking about, well, that's a, that's a thing. That's hostels. Yeah. Let's yeah. pull tread ground. We kind of mentioned that already, but it seemed like, um, out of all the time that they've spent there, like they spent enough time to like build homes, houses, a well, a water reservoir, mm. fire hoses, all kinds of crazy stuff in this this one little spot. They built all this crap, but then like um, they don't know anything about these other people other than that they're hostile and that there is like a there's like a treaty or truce yeah. there. I guess I guess they're yeah. not supposed to know much. exactly. They don't get a lot of interaction with them. So they yeah, don't. they don't. Yeah, so I guess what I'm, I don't know what I'm asking for, but it just seems like after you being there for. What seems like a lot of years, right? Like you know at least, at least a years. little bit, yeah. yeah. You got to know a little bit about your neighbor. I mean, yeah. I know they're hostile, but yeah, you don't even know their name. They just always call the the they them. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure if they asked like Richard Alper what their name is, he would just be like, "We don't have a name." Who <laughs> are called the uh, the shadow of people that live in the shadow of the whatever <laughs> the thing. Just says something in Latin. Yeah, he just he says, "Oh, my, my name is Ricardus." In the shadow of, of the, the foot or whatever the <laughs> foot that was the statue. Yeah, what lies in the shadow of the statue? Yeah. We're the statue. We're the statuettes. I don't know. What that <laughs> we're the little statues. Yeah. Ben Linus. Ben Linus lies. Yeah, but we learned that Ben Linus he met Richard Alpert four years earlier huh. as a eight eight year old. So uh, we'll find out. Hopefully later on. Uh, we'll see that and know what's up with that. Huh. Yeah, that'll be kind of interesting. They during yeah during that meeting that they have, or that the Dharma folk have, where they're discussing this thing before, like Ben does all his whatever. Like um, they mentioned Ann Arbor. Did yeah. you guys catch that? Yeah. I don't. I, mm-hmm. I kind of remember Ann Arbor in the show, but they've mentioned it a few times. Yeah, Ann Arbor. In the stuff that I've watched, yeah. Ann Arbor is apparently like maybe the central or corporate headquarters yeah. or something for that's, Dharma. Things where the sub ends up, like when the when the sub leaves the island, it goes to Ann Arbor, which oh. I think is in Michigan. Oh, yeah that that is uh, something I've been wondering about too. I was like, where is Ann Arbor? Because the only one I know of is Michigan. <laughs> right, I believe that's where the University of Michigan is, and I don't think submarines can get there. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, through the Great Lakes and stuff, I'm. Uh, <laughs> Silent yeah. is magical. Yeah. So, but Lost is supposed to be in the specific line in the Pacific, right? Yeah. 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 So there's no Northwest Passage. Yeah. So we would have to go through the Panama Canal, right, up the East Coast, and then try and get to the Great Lakes. Yeah, unless it like just gets picked up by a a plane at some point. Yeah. And that just drops it off. <clears throat> Those are the only options. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> How on? I guess I need that. I need somebody to just wander onto the screen and anything that doesn't make sense or we still have these glaring plot holes. <laughs> somebody just says magic and like waves their hand. Yeah, and there's some sparkles. <laughs> but yeah, at the end of this, um, we're still kind of left with a tortured Saeed. And I don't mean yeah. him getting tortured by people, but he's kind of, he is released because they decided on killing him, right? And um, ends up going with... Um, baby Ben Linus into yeah. the woods and then and his glasses are all broken because of his dad his dad was so angry at him he broke his glasses yeah like I, I, like he had no other marks on his body right yeah. like, and his dad just went like I'll show you I feel like he just took his glasses off his face and just smashed them with a book <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> so we're I guess we're also learning too that um, this is kind of fleshing out a little bit more on 
Roger Linus. Right? Yeah, Roger Linus. Not a yeah, <laughs> and he's not a good guy, no. or he's not a decent guy, or he's not a good dad either. Yeah. But he also has like, um, like his son is twelve, and this right. man is—he looks to be in his forties or whatever. So he's he's an older man, but then he kind of seems like he lacks that whole maturity thing because he's yeah. just like he's jealous that his son brought a sandwich to the to another <laughs> to a guy in the cell. But he's just all like, you never made me a sandwich. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm 12, and you're also 43 or You're something. my dad. <laughs> yeah. You like me sandwiches. Where, yeah. We're even. <laughs> uh, how many sandwiches have we made each other? I call it even. Yeah, it's not a competition. <laughs> yeah, so we see Roger in this instance. Like, he's kind of a jerk, but, like, it's a little odd because... Um, Later in the episodes that we've already seen, like, Roger kind of expresses a little remorse, saying, yeah. you know, like, he did this because of me, and my son's this way and, and that way, and such and such, and whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, he's, he's got a journey that he goes through in this season, just being, like, a, a dick, and then he learns his lesson when his son gets shot. He doesn't learn his kidnapped. lesson. His son gets shot and kidnapped, and instead of him going, like, oh, that kid whose glasses I broke and whose world <laughs> I was kind of destroying, I should go find him. No! Like, he just kind of hangs back and, like, causes more shit at the at the Dharma place. Yeah. Kind of, well, I mean, you know, I, but yeah, this 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 guy is, he's been he's been painted in not the best of, of light in terms of father figures. Yeah. So I kind of... That's supposed to, I guess that's supposed to inform us, too, as to why Ben is the way he is. Yeah. He just kind of had a shitty dad, but he never moved past it or yeah. never grew past it or never really maybe addressed it because a lot of that stuff still kind of comes into play. Maybe that's just part of his character, but like, um, yeah, his dad is abusive. Yeah. And I think it seems like Ben kind of wanted more out of life because mm-hmm. his dad never had enough or maybe because his dad was shitty or whatever. Yeah. So it's all stuff that. Seems pretty pop psychology, but I guess it yeah. to me it seems like it holds up. Yeah, like his dad was shitty, so he wanted to surpass his dad, and kind of ends up doing that by becoming a doctor and leader of the others and leader of the island for a little while. Yeah, but then loses it due to like pride and ego and all that stuff. Yeah, but he gets to murder Jacob, so that's all. But he doesn't like. But his dad doesn't like have that that kind of like I want to be a leader and like and and I guess that's fine. But yeah. like the dad is very there's not a lot of. Ben, I see. Right. Or not a lot of Ben's dad that I see in Ben. Yeah, and he was he was abused as a kid and scared of his dad. And also, yeah, the, when they take him to the others, they go, okay, he's not going to remember any of this stuff. And he's going to be different. And I think that also, whatever they do to him kind of makes him a little more evil. Yeah, yeah, I suppose so. And, like, I guess that's that's a part of it, too. Yeah, I don't know. This this The last few episodes I'm, I'm having some issues with. Not, like, no. terrible issues. It's just... It's it's not holding up for me the way it did, or it's not holding up as well as it did during the original time. <laughs> their original run yeah. ran through it. I think it was. We keep watching. We'll see more more of that content yeah. that we're missing. <laughs> I was like, no, this thing. It's losing its beautiful shine. Yeah. It's but like, it, it's not. I still love it. I don't know. Yeah, it's so great. It's great. Also, uh, the further back we go, the better put together it's going to be. Right? I would hope so. Yeah. 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 Let's so. let's let's just say yeah. Let's just say it's gonna it's gonna get better. <laughs> it gets better. I'm lost. <laughs> yeah, some of they'll raise questions, but we'll know the answers sometimes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see all the questions that didn't get answered but gets raised in all the previous. Now I'm sure there is a YouTube video of that. Yeah, like oh, this is a weird character that gets introduced for like a day, and he's like supposed to be some kind of super secret special monster yeah. character, and we don't ever see him again. <laughs> yeah, um, on the plane when uh, Saeed and Alana are there. And they see Ben come up, and Saeed freaks out. And like, hey, are you are you working for Ben Linus? She's like, no, it's Ben Linus. And he's like, oh, he's a he's a liar and a manipulator, and he's a he's a monster. He's done nothing short of genocide. And like, Saeed is like really, really has a poor opinion of Ben. And Saeed knows something about that. He used to work for Saddam Hussein <laughs> as an Iraqi torturer. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, so he's cool with working in the uh, the Iraqi Guard. Yeah. First, I would say, but he's not cool. Yeah, but Ben's a monster. But Ben's the monster here. Like, so Ben's got to be like, he's like, oh, yeah, he's nothing. He hasn't done anything short of genocide. Unlike my previous, imp- oh, wait, shit. Yeah, you know what? I have, I have very bad choice in bosses. I have a very bad choice in who I choose as my employer. They all seem to be interested in genocide. Oh, Saeed. So... 
Ben's worse than Saddam Hussein is what the show's trying to tell us. I feel like, at least in Saeed's eyes, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that would kind of suggest to the audience, and they're just like, oh, well, I guess we, it's, it's okay if we kill this kid. It's kind of like when people, when people do that whole, would you kill Hitler as a baby thing? Yeah, we yeah. do that all the time. Oh, we do, yeah. And like, um, well, let's, let's switch it up. Would you kill the leader of Iraq, Saddam Hussein, as a baby? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose I would. Because not only would it save people from all the trouble that he caused Iraq and Iran and all those things, but then we wouldn't have had to go into Iraq for those two other wars of our own. So it's like, yeah, I guess I'd be all right with it, too. I, I heard that there... Then we never would have gotten the Hot Shots movie. <laughs> we never would have. It was just one. a nice Saddam Hussein impersonator catching a giant <laughs> missile while poolside lounging. Yeah. There we is... also would not have the phrase... Uh, the absence of evidence is not the evidence of the absence. <laughs> Those, yeah. 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 Oh, man. But yeah, no. Fuck him. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if this is true. I haven't Googled it in a while, but something like Saddam Hussein came to like a family on a doorstep as a, as like a, as like a, as a baby that was adopted. What? Yeah. And then that baby grew up to become Saddam Hussein. Like his mom just left him on him. Like his mom left him on like somebody's doorstep, yeah. Or like that's like the equivalent here of leaving somebody at the fire station or something. <laughs> I don't know, but it was something like along those lines. Wow. This is back in the forties or whatever, whenever thirties, whenever Saddam so, Hussein was a baby. The left really is if anyone ever leaves a baby on your doorstep, kill it, throw the baby away. Yeah. <laughs> it never does you any good. <laughs> oh my god, that's that's it's hilarious. <laughs> also, so yeah, so just. Hey guys, just toss out those babies. Yeah, I mean we're good. We you've got enough yeah. people on this planet. We don't need more babies. Throw, throw it in the recycling bin. Yeah, mulch. Yeah, oh there's something wrong with those babies. Otherwise, they wouldn't be getting rid of them. <laughs> yeah, like what if there was somebody it's that a could just baby. <laughs> yeah. What if you just what if there was just a guy like like how you would go to like a TV repair shop? You yeah. just go to a guy and you're like, can you look at my baby? And the guy's just like he holds and shakes the baby a little bit and he's like, yeah, this one's good. You? Yeah, your baby is not going to grow up so Ooh, This is a bad baby. You need a replacement baby. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you something. Do you like uh, Do you like freedom? Yeah, I like freedom. Do you also like not living in a um, fascistic dictatorship? No. Yeah, then kill your baby. <laughs> like, uh, mm, this like baby, baby needs its neck rotated. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> like this a is, chicken. This is... This, we've, we've gone so far in yeah. this episode. Uh, so good... far, so dark. Uh, <laughs> we've gone dark on this episode. Yeah. Just want to do a quick uh, Easter egg lightning round. In the kitchen, in the cafeteria, there's a Geronimo Jackson poster. Oh, okay. Yeah, and um, Saeed is drinking McCutcheon scotch, and we see baby Ethan. And that's all I had. Also, we, uh, we see Saeed laugh during his uh, interrogation. Oh, he was high as fuck. Yeah, when he's high. I think that might be the only time in the show you ever see him laugh. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah, he's he's usually such a stern character. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen him laugh. Maybe like during the off-island stuff where he's happily married or maybe. with somebody. And then maybe he let, lets out a chuckle. Or right before um, right before uh, Nadia gets hit by a car. Oh, or yeah. He's just, he's like, he's like on cloud 17 or whatever. Just <laughs> joking around with Jacob and then. Yeah. And then all Man. of a sudden, boom, she's gone. You guys got anything else for this episode? Um, that's pretty much all I got. Cool. I didn't take notes in the first place. Oh, <laughs> so oh you you're like flying off I the cuff. I didn't come to California with papers. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to ask. You brought, you brought your iPad, you brought your laptop, you brought headphones with a good mic on it. Not, not, a, mm-hmm. not a piece of paper. We don't need that. Nope. nope. God knows, uh, you know, I could have went to go and get some, but I was like, no, this is fine. Yeah. I'll be. Oh, this worked out fine. <laughs> yeah. So, Chad, what do you think happens next week yeah. on our previous episode? Uh, next week, uh, we're going to get the Sun episode. Oh, uh, We're yeah, going to get to see good. the conversation from her side. Find out where Sun's gun came from. <laughs> Sun's gun. That's a real Sun's gun. <laughs> that's cool. cool. Um, yeah. 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 I think that, that sounds like a good much, idea. Yeah, yeah. That, sounds, that sounds pretty solid. Yeah. I feel like we need to have a better response to Chad's um, predictions, but I don't know. <laughs> How to do that without spoiling anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. But Chad, you'll be back in the studio next week, right? Oh, uh, I should be. Yeah. 
Unless oh. your plane goes down on a deserted island Ooh. filled with a magical man who rules it with an iron fist. Like an island of Dr. Oh. kind of situation? Yeah, like you'd land on an island by a man like that's just... actually part... Like he's actually just making animal human hybrids. <laughs> you land on that island. Mm-hmm. But what would you guys rather be on? Would you rather be on Lost Island, <laughs> Dr. Moreau Island, or... Um, Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. Yeah, let's go with Gilligan's Island. <laughs> he got, that's an obvious choice. Yeah. Like, Gilligan, he <laughs> didn't get murdered. Yeah, and there's always, like, fun. coconuts and coconut radios. Uh, How do they make radios out of coconuts there? And Where's your transistors yeah. and stuff? Yeah, I think we'd all go with Gilligan's Island. Oh, not me. Oh, Dr. Moreau all really? day long. Trying to get some of that sweet, sweet female lion puss. <laughs> cool. so, I, uh, I would rather on uh, Gilligan's Island because no one died. That's true. On that show. Nobody there died no on that monsters, show? Nobody died. Fuck that, man. I want excitement in my life. Yeah. I need a murderous doctor, <laughs> an insane set of like animal slash humans. Just a little tiny maybe an island sidekick. Pool. Yeah, like a sidekick. Yeah, a weird sidekick that'll help me play piano <laughs> while I'm kind of crazing out. Yeah. So if people want to be your sidekick, AJ, how, how should they find you? Ah, come find me online. I'm over on Twitter at anievis003. That's A-N-I-E-V-E-S-003. I know it's long, but yeah. come find me, guys. Chad, where can we find you, sir? If anyone wants uh, me to be their sidekick, they should contact me through my website, negative1.net. That's negative1, all spelled out, .net. Uh, you can find links to all of my social media profiles. Just send me a message and say, hey, uh, I need a sidekick. And I'll be like, hmm. <laughs> what about like, you, David? They should send you like a resume or something. Yeah, like they that. should send you something that you'd, you'd have to approve or disapprove. Yeah. Give them a a very strong stoic dad look at their <laughs> their general direction no. but uh people you can find me um i don't really want a sidekick or to be anyone's sidekick but if you want to be partners like equal just totally equal partners you can find me on twitter at dkj comedy just send me send me a tweet and you want to be partners in whatever project it is you're working on and we'll we'll talk about it and if you want to follow the show we're at what bro pod on twitter we're also on facebook and we've got the, uh, an email address you can send us emails yeah, so please, uh, uh, please download and like all the episodes that we got up because we got a lot. Yeah. And we're just going to keep going with this. Yeah. Guys. And we really appreciate everyone that listens and shares and gives us reviews and stuff. That's that's so cool that you guys do that. Yeah, you guys are dope. Thank you very much. And if you haven't, then you're not dope and we don't thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we hope we land yeah. on an island with a very, very very concerned professor yeah. in his radio building out of coconuts. Oh, there's something I, I was thinking about the other day. Sorry. Um, before we go, <clears throat> like, I think it's awesome that people review our podcast and stuff. And it's so great that they do it. And I've never reviewed anyone's podcast on iTunes. So go ahead. When you give us your review on iTunes, name a podcast that you would like us to listen to and review. And we'll oh, shit, give, them nice. a, give them an honest review. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah I like that idea. Yeah. 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 So yeah, one of us will do it. Yeah, <laughs> at least one of us will do it. For sure. So cool. come and give us a check out. Yeah. Give us a review and what would you want to get reviewed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, looks like that's another episode in the can. You know what to do. Get lost. <laughs>